0: Welcome to the Table Rush Talk Show. In this episode, I interview Rhino Julie. Rhino Julie is a gym owner and foodie, and Rhino Julie helps foodies fit into their genes. We get into mindset, spirituality, and high vibrations, and I thought this was going to be about losing weight. Enjoy this episode with Rhino Julie, you will learn a lot, you will be inspired, and have As course, and of course, as always, look, listen, like, subscribe, follow, comment. Enjoy this interview with Rhino Julie. You know, when someone is selling from stage and at the end the audience gets up and rushes to the back of the room to buy, that's a table rush. My name is Misha Z, and the Table Rush Talk Show is all about bringing you the tools strategies, and tactics that you can use to grow your audience and inspire them to buy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Table Rush Talk Show, where we talk to real people building real businesses to make real money and to serve their customers at the highest level possible. Yes, and I would like to welcome Rhino Julie. And we've got so much to cover, uh, Julie, or do you prefer Rhino Julie or what am I calling you today?
1: I like both. I like Rhino Julie. It gets me excited. Or just Fantastic.
0: Rhino. I know there's a backstory there that is either going to be super fun or, or wah, wow, wow, but we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> so uh, Rhino Julie, you help people, you help foodies fit into their genes.
1: That's what right? I do.
0: That's what you do. Yeah. You help foodies fit into their jeans.
1: And that's who I am. I'm a foodie who has not fit in her jeans for most of her life, and now finally does.
0: So Yay. yeah. So that's amazing. And a quick question: um, Do you have husband, kids?
1: I have 600 rhinos, but no kids. <laughs> and uh, I have a boyfriend who is a musician. And uh, so he's like, we're completely, two completely different animals, which is awesome. I love it.
0: Okay. And I was just asking, because I'm looking at your picture, anybody listening or watching, go to 5day.org. That's the number 5day.org. And you can see a great picture of Julie fitting into her jeans. And I was asking, (laughs) (laughs) you're beautiful. You're obviously in good shape. Flex for us real quick. Let's see some. Yes, um, um but I was curious, was there like a, a kid phase in there where you had kids and sort of were like recovering your I don't know if it's appropriate to say this, but re- you know reclaiming your body after a kids or anything like that or no, it's just all you love food.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean every rhino that I birthed, Like it was really, really hard on me and definitely took its toll. I mean, that's a joke. So I call my members rhinos. Oh, okay. So so that's why I say I have 600 rhinos. But every time I expanded the gyms, I would end up being in my office instead of working out. And I didn't figure out the food situation because I've always just loved food that I started my business. I quit my advertising business, started my business. I have right now because I was 65 pounds overweight. And I was just struggling like to lose it. And I didn't like gyms and I wasn't going to diet. So I figured it out through fitness. But then when you're running a business, you don't have time to work out for hours a day. And so I would gain weight every single time I had to spend more time on the business. And so now I finally figured it out. All of it. Like I cannot work out and I'll still be fine. I can work out. It's kind of the dream.
0: It's kind of the dream.
1: Yes, that is the dream. (laughs)
0: Well so too and, and real quick uh, you have three gyms so you've got two traditional gyms in yes. the Las Vegas area and then you've got the, the Ninja Warrior course which is the Rhino Julie course and yeah. then you've also got this challenge which I'm looking at again anybody can go check it out at fiveday.org the number five org, and you show how people how foodies to fit in their gen- <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> in their jeans online. Yes. It's it's my, it's my favorite thing right now because everybody who comes in, they all love food just like me. And so we can just all be ridiculous together and refuse to give up the good things in life. You know, my mom expresses her love to me through food and I'm yeah. not going to say no to that. I ate an yeah. entire apple pie over the holidays by myself from my mom.
0: <laughs> what? Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Um, I, I'm just thinking, um, lovely audience. Imagine being able to eat what you want, that food that you love and skip a day or two of the working out. How powerful is that? Can you imagine that? Yes. Go speak to that.
1: Oh man. It's a beautiful life. No, I, uh, I was always trying to do it through just fitness first. And then of course we can't do that. And then as we age, we have to dial in the nutrition, right? So then I went way too far into the nutrition side and I tried all kinds of different diets that I kept doing for a little while. I used to joke that the longest I'd ever been on a diet was four hours. And then I fell off of it. Like that that was me, but then I would do these diets and I would stay off of them. The longest I ever stayed on one was like three years. And I had one treat a week and it was like no way to live. And I was like, there's just got to be a better way. And so in the five-day challenge, I teach everyone how to shift their mindset. And this tiny little thing that I teach them to do that made all the difference. And it's made all the difference for all of my clients. And it was the one like correlation between the people who kept the weight off, but we'd still see them go to like wine country and have wine and chocolate and things like that. So I teach that during my five-day challenge and it's so exciting. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, what can you tell me about that? Go. I don't want to stop you. Like what, what, what are you allowed to tell me now to get the audience exciting, excited about this, this secret? Like, tell me more.
1: Oh man. Okay. So it's one thing it's three minutes a day that we all do. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you here because there's a lot of mindset set up for those of you guys who listen to the show. You guys know about our internal and external beliefs. You guys know about all like the setup to figuring out how to shift our mindset around this one thing. So you got to join my, my challenge to really get the full brunt of that, but I will give you one little really boring secret. I don't think it's boring, but you might think it's boring and it really does come down to awareness. That's what Mm. it comes down to. I'm not saying restriction. I'm not saying beating ourselves up. I'm saying awareness. Mm. So, but I make it fun. Don't worry. (laughs)
0: sounds like it's easy too sort of once you dial this in it's super easy
1: it's easy from day one yep and on the five day challenge I have a girl she sent me a long email she said I have Hashimoto's I have all of these issues I can't walk very long because I have neuropathy in, in my feet and my hands mm. and uh she lost 4.6 pounds in five days which is way more like we're you know we like to keep it healthy we like to see how how little weight we can lose like and, and really maintain it right but she lost all that. And she said, doctors told me I wouldn't be able to lose weight. And it all comes down to just this little three minutes a day. And it was, she's like, it was so easy. And I'm like, yes, it is easy. But I think part of it has to do with our, our beliefs and just seeing Mm. other people doing what we're trying to do in a way that looks fun for us. And when Mm. I was trying to lose weight before I had never seen anyone that I wanted to be like, who had lost weight to me, people who had lost weight or people who taught weight loss, their lives just looked so sad. Like I just like their chicken, broccoli and sadness. Like I would rather be overweight and enjoy food than be like you guys. Like that's how I felt. So when you're in this really? group of people and you're seeing past challengers come in and say, yeah, I did it. I made it happen. And I had the Thanksgiving. I had the Christmas. I went out to eat three times last week and enjoyed myself. And I'm still losing, or I'm still maintaining. You're like, oh, it's possible. It's not all or nothing. So it's
0: amazing. And I'll tell you what I love about that in my twenties, right. was sort of my, my I'm still physically fit and healthy and all this stuff. But in my twenties, I was more bent on, like counting the exact calories and the chicken and the rice and eat six times a day. That was I hate that I'll date myself, but that was a big thing. Eat six times a day, right? And uh small six <laughs> small meals a day. And and you know I would people would ask me to go do things, and I I would go. Well, gosh, that's going to affect with my two o'clock meal. I can't go, right? Yes. And it was it was hor- it was no way to live, right? So like, sad. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then
1: did you feel when you were like that, did you feel like that was the only way to have what you wanted?
0: You know, that's a great question. I kind of, I kind of, I, I. it was what I was in and it was the information that I was being fed. And and I suppose also taking in and it was kind of like intuitively I knew I was like, wait a minute, this is just feeding more of an obsession than, than like, a, than, than, uh, a, Than a healthier way to go about this. Right. Yes. I think physically I might've looked the part, but emotionally, mentally, like, again, my relationships were being affected because of my eating, right. Like ridiculous. Yeah. And I also remember distinctly, um, It's easier these days, I believe, but, you know, back in the nineties and the two thousands and things like the, the restaurants, the options weren't the same, right?
1: Yeah. And you have the calories and the breakdown, like at yard house, that's like a popular one that's all over. (laughs) You have all like the whole breakdown and it's so cool now at the restaurants, but that's something cool that you touched on that just, it got to be an obsession. Yeah and a lot of us i think a lot of us in in the world that we're in we get obsessive we get excited about things and we go yes. the distance with things and and i'm like that like i just go so i decided i was going to go to the crossfit games right well i started because I I saw American Ninja Warrior in Japan 17 years ago. It wasn't in the United States yet. And that's why yeah. I had my first obstacle course. Like okay. speaking of getting obsessed and having to go do things, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, I didn't make it to the CrossFit games. I gave up that obsession because it wasn't, it became unhealthy for me. I had, I was not going on trips because if I yes. went on vacation, I'd have to find a gym that I could do my four hours of programming at when i was in my gym i would make a little set of cones around myself and i i wanted a headband that said like caution like if i was <laughs> training so no one would be around. terrible right and and i wasn't wasn't happy and no so now i've decided to become obsessed more with overall business improvement and overall self improvement and just i've become obsessed with learning and improvement yeah. and then that can be a variety of things, and it's not so single focused and silly, and I'm not giving up anything, yeah, you know? like you said, the time with your friends saying no to social situations yeah. is, no that's no. Terrible.
0: it's terrible, <laughs> yeah. right yeah, and you do, I think intuitively know there's a better way, and i to answer your question, you asked me, did I think there was a better way, or I think I don't know if I answered that question for you, but at the time, it seemed like that was my only option, but you're like, there's got to be something else. I literally, I grew up with Rocky. You remember Rocky Sylvester Stallone? And there's that scene where he drinks the eggs. Like I was drinking raw eggs and crap like that. I mean, I look back on those times fondly, but what I was doing (laughs) to fit in my jeans, I'm (laughs) looking over here, it was just, you know, to have the the, the take your shirt off and people are like, Oh my God, your body's amazing moment. Right. Um,
1: yeah, my body's amazing, but you should see inside my brain. It's open. right. It's so it's just, <laughs>
0: yes, exactly. It's yeah. that uh, yeah. is
1: That picture you just painted right now is so cool. And I've always said that I built my gyms asking would Rocky Balboa want to train here?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> we back now we're actually, our gym is really clean and all that, but back in yeah. the day, like when, whenever someone would say something, I'd be like, well, this is where Rocky would train, you know, like you're, I'm surprised there's not blood on the walls <laughs> like, <laughs> and now we're all like clean and immaculate oh, and all oh. that, but I've grown up. Okay.
0: But, <laughs> right. It happens. So,
1: it it so. happens <laughs> we yeah. mature. but something cool that you said was y- you didn't realize that there was another way. And I think that's what clicked in my head is there's a million ways, millions yeah. of ways, millions of combinations to lose weight. And so there's a way to do it where you enjoy it. And this ties into business too. I realized recently that in our business, if we focus on the things that we enjoy that move the needle, we get so much better results. And there are so many things that move the needle that we enjoy in our business. And there are so many things that move, like we enjoy that move the needle in our health and fitness, no need to torture ourselves in either lane.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love that. It's so good. We can get stuck in in sort of a rut, right? If if I, I'll if, if I'm hearing you to a certain extent, it's like, hey, we don't need to be in that rut. There are so many awareness, like open your, be uh, like tap into that awareness. So, take me back to to the to this aha moment, right? So this like, wait a minute, I've actually cracked the code. I've got a three minute secret for you, and. So, when you started initially, you're like, Hey, I was working corporate and kind of marketing and not physically where you wanted to be. So, tell me.
1: Yeah. So, 17 years ago, my business was spreading as fast as my rear end was. And <laughs> I was, I remember being in this meeting with this super intimidating guy. His name was Russi Bostangiev. And I was sweating because I had a jacket on in the summer in Las Vegas because I couldn't button the top of my skirt. And I had one of those ponytail holders through the button. That's what we do when we can't button our skirt. And I was like, I can't live like this. And I was like, well, I'm not self-disciplined. I hate exercise and I love food. So obviously I need to go join the military to have a drill instructor tell me what to do because all my <laughs> friends who went and joined the military came back thin, which is a terrible reason to join the military. Thank you everyone for their service out there. I did not join the military. I hired the two people I knew who were in the military and said, will you please come to the park and torture me for about two hours a day? Cause I love eating. And I feel like this is the only way and like yell at me if I won't do it. Right. And so after the first night, I was like, I want to teach this. So the next night, like I put out flyers and I had a whistle and I got a camo hat and I was like overweight and I was having them crawl across the park <laughs> and doing all the things that I imagined that people did in boot camp. <laughs> and, um, the rest is kind of history. We, that program became really, really successful. We literally got paid to torture people. We had logs and tires and obstacle courses and people loved it. And I loved it. We ate it up. But then there came a time where I started to age and I was like, and I started my physical locations and I was like, you know, it's time for me to take care of myself instead of torture myself. And that. that was when I was like, well, actually, actually I'll, I'll, tell you the real story. The real story is I was sitting at my dining room table and my business, like it had, my business had done really, really well. And then we kept having major disasters. I mean, we've survived two recessions and then we've survived some recessions. I brought on myself (laughs) by making, like I put up a hundred obstacle obstacle course in the middle of the desert that I, I got really excited about building it and didn't advertise it properly and lost tons of money. And, And it was too hard. It was crazy. It was really intimidating. So anyways, I'm sitting at my dining room table And I had $20,000 to make in payroll that I hadn't written the checks for. And for the checks for like rent and stuff like that, if all of them cash, I would be negative 13,000. And I still had 20 and I didn't have any, I'd blown all my savings on all my business ideas. Like I had nothing. And I was like, well, what is the one thing I haven't done? And the one thing I hadn't done was nutrition. I hadn't my clients had asked me for nutrition help throughout the years, and I would always say, "You know what? I'm not your girl. I like eating lots of food and working out hard. That's it. Like I'm not." <laughs> and so finally, I'm like, "Well, I'm going to hire the best I can find." And I hired the head of the local hospital's nutrition department because I'm like, "I want to do this right. I don't want anything that's a fad." I had her like teach me a program that I could teach to our people. I sent out an email, um, sold out the program. And then for four cycles of doing that program, I still wouldn't do it myself. And I had about 20 pounds to lose and I would stand up there and I would say, I know I need to lose 20 pounds and I know I'm telling y'all what to do. This is where I learned it from, (laughs) but I'm still not willing to do it myself. And then finally I was like, I can't have something in my gym that I'm not willing to do myself. So I did it just to lose the 20 pounds. I didn't care about feeling better. I didn't care about living longer. It was, I just wanted to look like a gym owner so I could go to an expo and talk to people about my gym instead of having them say, oh, are you looking to go to that gym too? <laughs> you know. So anyways,
0: you we were trying to play the part.
1: <laughs> yes. And then it's amazing <laughs> when I ate healthy for the first time in my life, I, a fog lifted in my brain and I, that I didn't even know was there. And all of a sudden I wanted to wake up early. I wanted to work. I've always been driven, but there's a difference between being driven and wanting to create and wanting to work. Mm. And all of a sudden I had energy all day. I was just, I was a machine in like a different way. And then this other thing happened where all of a sudden, like, I've always been a very nice person to everybody. It's one of my rules, right? Like I hate bullies, but all of a sudden I loved everybody. Like I would love random people in the grocery store. I'd be in line and I'd just see someone in front of me. And I'm like, yeah. oh man, that guy, look at him in his suspenders. He's so adorable. I hope he's having a great day. Like I just <laughs> loved people. Oh my and I was like, what happened? And what had happened was I finally loved myself. Mm-hmm. So instead of just like torturing myself into skinny submission, I was nourishing myself and it's like, it's the insides out type of thing, you know? It's
0: beautiful. Thank you for that. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I was not expecting you to say that at the end about that, you know, that finding that self-love and, and, and you were the way you were like, oh my gosh, I love myself. If I heard you say this, right. was like, you're looking at people at the grocery stores that perhaps you (laughs) might've usually judged. And we're like, oh, how, what a sweet guy with his overalls and his whatever. And, and, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I see myself differently.
1: In, in traffic, like the road race and there's like, <laughs> just, there's this love and just love for humanity.
0: Oh my and, God. And I don't
1: think, I mean, for me, like I, I used, I used to get judged a lot, like, I got divorced and stuff like that, and yeah. when it really, like, it really wasn't cool in the community I was in, and so mm-hmm. I'd had a lot of. So I don't think I've ever been a judger of other people, but mm-hmm. I was highly annoyed on the inside with a lot of situations. So it yeah, wouldn't it, be a judgment, but there'd be a very high annoyance, <laughs> and that was I, just if you get what I'm true. saying.
0: <laughs> I get. It. Well, I had the same turning point, and uh, over the last. Excuse me, I'd say three, four years that were very much the same. Like I was generally speaking, glass half full kind of a guy, you know, positive, looked at people positively. <laughs> but that little bit of judgment, I was like, that ignorance is bliss. For a while, it was like a superpower. Oh, I'm good at judging situations. I'm good at, 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 judging somebody to know whether i should interact with them or not or however i would justify it and then i was like yeah i'm tired of this this these little judgments i'm tired of it i i don't want to do it anymore i don't have the energy for it and i'm excuse my language turns out foolish <laughs> shit most of the time anyway so let's be real we right are. I, <laughs> I
1: we're all making it up as we go along none of us have any idea what's happening we're just yeah we're just going along doing the best we can.
0: Yeah, I truly believe it, right? And and I the the self-love thing for me absolutely resonates. It's been it's been uh like I said the last 3 to 3 to 5 years have really been about all right? And this self-love, like new levels of that, right? Stripping away new levels of judgment, stripping away just a lot of bringing up that awareness, dialing up that awareness. Um, and what was I going to say here? I had this point uh, I wanted to say, uh, but it escaped me. But maybe, um,
1: maybe letting go of the judgment of ourselves Yes, is maybe, yeah. Something yeah, and
0: I, what himself. I was... Yeah. What I was going to say is sometimes I wonder if it's the chicken of the or, or the egg. It's like this chicken or the egg thing. Like if I stop judging other people, maybe I'll stop judging myself or do I stop judging myself and then I'll stop judging others on any given day. Or if I love myself more, I'll love others more or, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter? Chicken or the egg? Start with us. Start with others. Who cares? Right. Like just do it and find more love, I guess.
1: And I've been practicing something late. Well, I've been practicing a lot of things lately. I've been working on creating my own reality and taking responsibility for all of the relationships in my life Mm. and taking responsibility for everything that's happened in my business because We've had a lot of crazy, ridiculous things happen, but looking back, it's like, okay, those happened for me. You know, what part did I play and what were my expectations? Like, did I always expect the next bad thing to happen? And then it kind of would. So now I've been practicing not having any expectations on people at all. Everything's a gift. If someone is nice to me, it's a beautiful, like beautiful gift. Someone's not nice to me. Hopefully, I forget it within like 0.5 seconds. And then, like, I'm thankful for the the nice people. Yeah. Then I've been raising my own vibration and expecting wonderful things to happen in my business, wonderful things to happen in my personal life. And it has been. Mm. So, whatever that means, it's been happening, just sharing. Where I'm at I love right
0: now. that. I love that. I love that. I, I, I'm just gonna let's let that hang for a moment, hang and, and take that in. I mean, I love the vibration talk. Um, I'll, I'll definitely go there. <laughs> I'm not scared to talk about raising our vibrations. Um, I, uh, had another question, um, but it escaped me. Um, Oh, Goals. So I I I it's the new year and I've been working hard. And this might sound counterintuitive, but I'm like, I am tired of having goals. I'm tired of having goals. Good. And I'm gonna what? Good. <laughs> right? Like, you gotta have a goal to know where you're going, 10 million, 3 million, or whatever the insane dollar number is that I think is gonna bring me happiness, or or whatever it is. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can have. what feels like a successful life to me and how the universe wants me to have a successful life vibrationally, let's say, if we want, without setting goals, right? Like more of the, how you said it, I loved it. Uh, Say it again, how you're like, I want to be grateful for your interactions, or say it again, or reframe yeah. it. Or go ahead. I, I don't
1: even know what I said, but I'll say something again. Yeah. And <laughs> just where I'm at right now is yeah. I I just want to be thankful for every you know positive amazing interaction I have. I want to forget all of the the ones that maybe aren't so positive, and then I want to expect yeah the absolute best. I'm just I'm expecting the best in my life and from my life and from my business, but I don't have any expectations on people or I catch myself when I do. And I ask myself, why do I have that expectation on that person? They can do whatever they want. They can create their own reality. It can have me in it. It cannot have me in it. They can, you know, like I, I have always, I've said for years, like my best friends and I have an understanding. We could go years without talking to each other and know that we still love each other just as much. Yeah. Like and and, and I, I love giving like that gift to people, just the the no expectation part. But I love what you said about not having goals. Here's the thing. Okay. We whatever we want, like we all just want to be generally happy and, and feel at peace, right? That, that's what yeah. we want. Yes, And we can have it in millions of different ways. If we yeah. decide that the only way to get it is the hard way and by sacrificing, well, we can probably get it that way. Or if we decide the only way we can get it is if we have $10 million and then we've got to slave away and work really hard to get it. If we believe that, then we will probably end up You know, like it's whatever we believe, you know, and that's what we have. And as far as goals go, I think what happens is we make goals to satisfy other people or we make goals because other people are making goals or our goals fit in line with what other people's goals are. Yeah. And like you said, money is made up. Everything's made up. So why you don't have to have the goal of money. Right, you know, you yeah. can do whatever you want, everybody can decide like to do it their own way, and it's just fine and beautiful.
0: Yeah, you know, and I, I'm really in the space too now of I love what you said on expectations. Like, can I just let go of expectations? And expectations are a setup for resentment, right? Yes. Like if I start having expectations on you, inevitably you're gonna miss the mark you probably don't even know I have the expectations because I can't explain them to you properly. Um, or even expectations of what the world is going to do for me, right? I work hard to create this business, therefore X should happen. Or I put this work into my new email campaign, therefore, right? And if I have expectations and I, you know, it's almost, if you'll indulge me, it's like, it sets up resentment against God or the universe, or if you want to think of it that way, um, where am I going with this? This is super fun that we're having this conversation. I love it. Um, um, If I can let go of the, sometimes I don't want to let go of the shiny object, right? So I'm like, well, if I let go of the, of the, you know, the $10 million mark or something, that means I won't get it. So I can't let it go. But if I can let it go, that doesn't mean I won't get it. It just means I won't care. And that's really right. That's where I want to be. I want to be like, (laughs) I don't, I don't care. And if it comes and I'm meant to, and the universe is like, here you go. Like, great. Okay. Can I be of service with this? Can I, you know, help the world or or whatever? I don't know. And
1: what you said, I read, have you ever read Wallace Waddle's book?
0: I have not. You're going to have to look him
1: up. He has a book. I forget the title, but you can message me when you find his books and I'll I'll let you know if it's the right one. Dear old Wallace Waddles. First of all, I love saying his name. Okay. He talks about if we imagine, if we spend every morning imagining our life as as how we want it to be and being in thankfulness as if we already have it. And so not necessarily the money, but what we want to do, like maybe we want to to go to Africa and like help build schools or something, right? Like what do we want to be doing and what do we want surrounding us and who are the people we want surrounding us and imagining as if that's already our life. And then going into our workday, this is the difference. You've probably heard what I just said before, but this is the difference going into your workday, keeping that feeling and saying, what's the inspired action? He calls it the efficient Mm. action that like that I am led to do as the result of starting my day feeling into that. Yeah. And I, I've been doing it, I don't know, four days, and I'm already preaching on it here. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, it has changed everything. I, I have had it. one of the best work weeks of my life. I love it. And I am doing things like answering the phone at the gyms. Because I felt, I felt like I should, and I did it. And I've been having these amazing conversations and I haven't had to answer the phones unless someone was sick for, I don't know how many years, maybe 10, 12 years. Right. And, uh, I'm enjoying these conversations. And then all of a sudden I'm inspired to write because of the conversations I'm having with these amazing people. Mm -hmm. And that was from Wallace Waddles and me doing my imagining, which had nothing to do with answering the phones. But that was yeah. like the inspired or efficient action. I don't know, something to it. Love I can't it. wait for you to read his book and everyone else yeah, out it. there. I forget all of you all are here with, with me and Misha. Hi, everybody. Hi. Like, Hi. Oh, yeah. the cameras were on. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to embarrass my brothers again? I always embarrass
0: them. Right. They're like, <laughs> what What have you done now? I know. Like, You know what? I, I did, I did an episode back in the day and I I speak to my brother a lot. I I love my brother. He's, he's a few years older than me and, and he's always supportive of my shenanigans. Like I inventorying those people in my life, like who are the people that are supportive or there's gotta be room for everybody, I suppose. But I was like, you know what? My brother, Nick is his name. Hey, Nick, (laughs) he's (coughs) definitely Nick. He's consistently like, what are you up to now? but supportive, like yeah, you can do it, go for it and just loves me through it no matter what. And um, I just felt like saying that. So Nick, thank you. You reminded me of that when you were talking about your brother.
1: Thanks to my brothers too, because they love me unconditionally. They say I can't yeah. do it wrong.
0: Yeah, that's nice can't do it that wrong. support, right? <laughs> hey, you have mentioned two things and I think that are very interesting over and above what we just talked about, but to maybe get back more on the business track or, or what have you. Um, you went out and interviewed doctors. This is when you created this nutritional course. You went out and interviewed doctors. A
1: registered dietitian who was the head of the yeah, local hospital. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> and you you said, hey, help help me create something that I can offer up to people. And so, not having done it yourself, you were able to take this lesson plan, let's call it, and offer it up yeah. as a solution, and people took advantage. I think that yeah. is awesome.
1: Yeah, it was, and it was great. <laughs> it was, it was the right, like technically the right way to do things, you know, in order to get the results. Yeah. But something that's missing from something that's the right way to do it is if nobody sticks to it, Mm. then it's not the right way to do it. Mm. The only program that works is the one that you stick to. Yeah. And so we had a lot of success. A lot of people were very empowered. A lot of people, their entire lives changed after that program and it was beautiful. Yeah. And once I got on it, I stayed on it for three years yeah, And I had my first six pack at 32 and I was like, what? Like, <laughs> I never had one before. Like yeah. it was great. Right. The results. But then the pandemic came and I, my gyms were closed and I had this weird thing. Like if my clients can't come to the gyms and my rhinos can't come, I'm not going. So I gained 20 pounds. I got bit by a dog and I had it like, I was out for five months. It was a giant dog bite. Wow. And, um, I gained 20 pounds and I was like, I can't go back to that plan because that plan has one treat per week. And while I, for three years, I was able to get rid of, get rid of my cravings and do this plan. And it was a great plan and I felt so good. I can't go back. And so I talked to one of the nutritionists at our gym and I said, I'm willing to do anything except restrict my food. (laughs) And so I was working with her and then, just reading lots and lots of nutrition books and realizing that there are so many different ways. And now in uh, my program, I call them game pieces. So in the five day challenge, I teach you how to make it into a game. And we have all these game pieces we can play. And what are the game pieces that I'm willing to play? Cause there's some that I'm not going to play, but what yeah. are the ones I'm willing to play and, and just acting like it's a game and playing and playing and playing. And it comes down to awareness, right? Like, and then I was able to lose the weight get back to where I was. And I've been having chocolate every day. When my mom sent the apple pie home with me, I had a quarter of the apple pie, not even a slice. I had a quarter of <laughs> each day, Like, but I was aware, you know, I was like, I knew what I was willing to do and what I wasn't willing to do. And there's a mm. way to fit it in and make it happen. And so mm. now the program is a culmination of all kinds of different programs. Yeah. There's lots.
0: Yeah. Um, I think what's fascinating about the I think it's cool that you I have it in my head that I have to have done it to be able to offer it up to somebody as a service or a course or a product or what have you. And you basically said, Well, I was, you know, 60 pounds from where I wanted to be but i still went and talked to a nutritionist or a dietitian or what have you got this course plan offered it up and had success with it like out and you you weren't hadn't internalized it yourself yet that's that's i think pretty awesome so anybody listening like that's a an aha moment for me right now i'm like oh yeah like you you there's so many ways, as you've said multiple times on this interview right now, there's a thousand ways. There's a thousand ways to do something.
1: I you wanted want? it though. You want that it. is, I wanted it. And my plan was to do it with them. <laughs> oh. just to clarify the first time I ever lost weight, I had to lose 65 pounds and I wanted to do it by getting my ass kicked out in the park. And then the next time I, it was about 20 pounds when I got the dietician that I'd gained back and, and I, I wanted to do it with them, but I wasn't willing to for the first four challenges, (laughs) but you know what? Part of that though, is just extreme integrity with, I would tell them every time, I am not willing for this, but y'all got this (laughs) the right way. (laughs) And you know what I did, Misha, and I still do it to this day, the way I would get them to complete it because I started it when I was so broke and I was like, what would make me do this? Like, well, if I had to give up money that I didn't have, and if I got it all back, if I completed it, then I would do it. And so oh. that's how I still run my programs to this day. Like I still have a six week challenge that we offer every once in a while where you get, you know, half your money back or all your money back. If you just do it.
0: Yeah. Wow. I love that. That's a nugget right there. That's a great one. Um, you talked about the difference today, the difference between, or there was a point in there a difference between wanting to work and wanting to create. Did I hear you say that right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me to speak to that again. I mean, you did, but I I think that maybe dive dive a little deeper on that. Yeah.
1: So I used to be driven. I would, I was always, I would always get good grades in school. I didn't like school. I wouldn't show up to school because I was in college and I had two businesses and I was like, my accounting teacher didn't know what software I was supposed to use. Maybe you went to a good business school, but I did not. And so. I would just have to get like a hundred percent on the tests in order to pass. And, and so I would study and I would do that, like, but I wouldn't show up to class cause I didn't. So anyways, I've always been driven to, I guess, succeed. And okay. so I would put in the work to succeed, mm. but wanting to create is so much different. It doesn't have that frantic energy.
0: Mm. It doesn't
1: have the extreme highs and the extreme lows and the sense of, Failure or success. Yeah. Instead, the journey is beautiful because every day you're creating something that you want to create, you know, yeah. like something that's that's fun. It's just it's completely different. Yeah. And maybe goals and success, maybe that's what we allow other people to define for us or other people to put on us, and we're doing, or maybe it's us doing things for how we're seen by men or women or how the earth perceives us and us being in our flow and creating and getting success from what we've created because we wanted to, and we woke up with a clear head and an open heart and we were just ready. The big difference. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's the space I am trying to play in right now. Wallace Waddles. He'll get you there. <laughs> I love it. There's um, i I'm going to pull this thing out. Hold on one second. And it goes along with what you said. You got to text me or message me the Wallace Waddle book. I will. But, um, here's, 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 here's the, here's what I've been doing daily. And I, I go through, different times of like really focusing on this idea. But today I will make no decisions by myself, like trying to be free of the ego today. I'm um, You're talking about creation. Like I want to co-create with the universe or God or your higher power or the capital S self or so many different ways to say it. Right. So I'm like, all right, like today I'll make no decisions by myself as a thought process. Right. When I wake up, let's meditate on this. So I want to, co-create with the universe like no egoic Misha thoughts like joint Uh, you get what I'm saying there right
1: yeah Yeah. but are you too hard on yourself
0: uh (laughs) why'd you have to ask me that
1: (laughs) because because I I heard you say no you know and I heard that the word ego or something Misha thoughts who's to say those thoughts like don't have relevance and merit and like who's to say that they shouldn't be acknowledged and you know and you say thank you to Misha for every thought whether it's a co-creation thought or a thought that just came from Misha but but really I don't know I don't how can Misha be how can Misha do it wrong I don't think Misha can do it wrong if Misha's just Misha
0: I'm gonna take it in I'm gonna take that first off I'm gonna take that in I'm just gonna take that in which is hard to do do yeah (laughs) um But the the that strips away the illusion that there is just the Misha thoughts. It's like brings it more back into, so then I can be free of the judgment of my thoughts actually, right? Then it's like, wait, right? So it's like, hey, as I'm going, my thoughts, the illusion, it just, right? So it's more, it sets my mind frame, not from a hard on myself standpoint, but from more of like, it's not saying it's going to change my thoughts, but I'm like, these are the thoughts that are there. Right. Right. So, so uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes. Um, No,
1: I, I I love it. And I love what you said. No, no decisions by myself. Yeah. I've been, uh, there are a lot of different things that feel good. And then things that don't feel good when it comes to like asking for help, Yeah. you know, from a higher power. And then I realized that I can't do it wrong. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: Whatever, like, you know, you made me, we're here together.
0: Yeah.
1: We're yeah. one. Yeah. And so, but I, I do know when I start to feel anxious. Yeah. Like I'm behind or like, I haven't done enough or why haven't I figured this out? Or am I on the right track? Yeah. None of those thoughts serve me. You know, so yeah. it's like what what thoughts get me excited, yeah. And what gets me excited is starting with my vision, yeah. And the vision can change every day, Misha. That's yeah. I think that's where we get a little sideways. Is we yeah. think we have to have this one vision and we always have to be going towards it. No, we can have a different vision every day, and I think we would still be creating beautifully.
0: Yes, yeah. I, I yes, yeah. I love that. So good. I I. Yes, um, here's the rest of my little today I will make no decisions by myself, which aligns with the Wallace Waddle thing. So uh, it's it's um, reflect or imagine and do this throughout the day as well, that tell myself the kind of kind of day I want, the feelings I would have, the things I want to happen to me, the things I would experience, and say, if I make no decisions by myself, this is the day that will be given me. And so it gives me the freedom to be what I believe is like what you're talking about to be like, all right, what, what are the interactions that I want to have that feel good to me? Not you or you or you or you or, right. But what, what's coming out of me. And then, yeah. And then, and then I, I'm aware when it's happening, then I'm on the phone at the gym like you are. And you're like, oh, my <laughs> gosh, I wanted to have awesome conversations. And here I am having a freaking awesome conversation. It's perhaps not where I thought it was going to come from. But nonetheless, there it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. No, I love that. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah and some, no, something along that same line is thinking of like, as if our day had ended. Looking back, what do we want? And it's the same thing. What do we want our interactions? What do we want? Yeah, and yeah. this whole thing is all rooted in thankfulness. Yeah, and I can't hear it enough. I can't be reminded enough about the thankfulness part. Yeah, can't remind enough because that's where we get more of whatever we're thankful for. <laughs> yeah, know?
0: I like your thought too of be thankful for everything because I've found it my <laughs> the the wisdom of my life right now is oftentimes the things that I was most upset about or I thought were the worst turns out were the best things that ever happened to me, inevitably, right? Or some of the most, you know, cancer in my mother. It was like it was transformational in a positive way for for everybody involved. Um, I'll tell you more. I, I don't know if it's necessary, but you, you know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah. wait a minute. According to societal norms, that equals bad. When in reality, at that time, it, it it everybody was able to let go of whatever baggage and drama and just more love and time is short and all those kinds of, of the richness. Or like I got to see my mother and Bob, uh, my stepdad, like overnight, the things they used to argue about just were like, wait, that stuff's not important you know? And so new level, their relationship just like blossomed even more at the end. So like, I, 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 you know what I'm saying?
1: I do. My mom had cancer and she says it was the best thing that ever happened to her. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 That,
1: <laughs> no, no, exactly. Exactly. And that's finding, we, we have the choice to find the opportunity or the good side of things or focus yeah. on the bad and whenever we focus, we get more of so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, did I so wanna... you,
1: you interviewing a, a, like a health and fitness person, is this where you thought the conversation was going to go? Or I did had... you think we were going to talk about protein shakes and, uh, pushups? Uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I was expecting a lot more of that. <laughs> I absolutely was. And, and even more, you know, more traditional business talk, you know, our avatars and this and that, and da, 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 I and love
1: that stuff too, though. Gravity.
0: Yeah, no, me too. I love that too. Uh, it's fun to, to go down this, um, down this rabbit hole as well. Uh, so thank you. Uh, it's been it's uh, it's fun. I'm I in the back of my mind. I'm like editing this is going to be interesting or taking notes, right? Like that's yeah. I, I I think about that. That's the the story in the back of my head. Oh, this is going to be interesting when we're when I'm writing out the show notes, right?
1: I was like he is going to air and this. And ended
0: up with what's that? I
1: was like he is going to air this, right?
0: Oh yeah, it's I am I yeah I I am absolutely going to air it. Of course, um, Easy. I. I I, uh, I have, you know, I, I've published 400 and some episodes and done, I don't know, you know, a hundred interviews or whatever. And, and, um, there's probably one or two things that were so sideways, like inevitably I'm like, and I'll even say on a lot of episodes when I recorded, I'm like, gosh, I don't know if this is going to make it to the airwaves. And they all do. except <laughs> <laughs> So any, anyhow, I I'm like, Just publish it. Who knows? Who knows who needs to hear it? Right. That's just that's what goes through my head. I'm like, maybe somebody needs me to see me self-destruct if I feel like I've self-destructed or or, you know, just like let the universe decide. I don't need to be in control of that anymore. Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like that. That was beautiful.
0: Thank you. (laughs) I want to know one of the thoughts that came to me to ask you was what's the funnest thing? Like what's funnest for you right now in your business? What's funnest for you? What is just giving you the most like charge that's just making you like light up
1: using my own product. So Mm -hmm. being at my gyms, working out in a class with all the people and having one of the coaches coach me, it really is. Like I just, it's been 17 years and I'm still excited about it to this day.
0: Really? Yeah. That is awesome.
1: Yeah. And it's a big realization to me too, because I kind of got away from my gyms. I went and became a business mentor for a while. I was still Mm. working out in them, but then I had a head thing where I couldn't work out. And when you're not there, you're not there. Yeah. And you forget how special it is. Mm. You know, I built it the way I built it for a reason. It's a sanctuary. There's no bullying. Everyone's nice to each other. Like I love being there and, you know, you, you can lose it and yeah. getting it back and being able to work out again. Oh, it's been so nice.
0: So good. Um, and then the rhino, I'd be uh, <laughs> remiss if we didn't, uh, there's, is there a story or you're bullheaded yeah. or something or oh, what no. is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I do love rhinos. There's one on my truck. My license plate says Rhino, Julie, I go by Rhino. Um, but the real story is back in the day we had, uh, we were called bootcamp Las Vegas. And I did that for the search engines, you know, to be able to find us. Yes. And mostly people tried to sign up their bad kids because boot camp wasn't a thing for oh. fitness back then. Like we were one of the first to do it. And then we started getting copycats, calling themselves Las Vegas Bootcamp, Vegas Valley Bootcamp. Our own government started uh, their own at the same times and locations as ours to compete against us. Interesting story. Uh, No big deal. It's just funny at this point. And so I was like, well, I need to change the name. I need a mascot. And I need it to be something that no one has used in like a television show or a movie. I don't, it needs to not be a part of any like sports teams. Mm. And so when I Googled rhinos, there's just lonely little rhinos in the middle of the desert, you know, just waiting for their mother of rhinos to save them. And that's me. So.
0: beautiful. Thank you for that. So strategic and inspired at the same time.
1: Sure. Yeah. And rhinos have thick skinned skin and they like, you do not stop a charging rhino. Right. But they also like food and fun with their friends, but most people don't know that.
0: Um, so good. Um, I want to, uh, Vince, we both have a mentor in common. Vince, <laughs> Vince green. Yes. T- yes. Vince green. So, <clears throat> The way this uh, interview sort of manifested was uh, you and I and Vince and perhaps somebody else. We were on a classroom call uh, where, if if you don't mind me saying this, but you and I are in uh, Russell Brunson's high end coaching uh, coaching group that what's called the Two Comma Club X, which is so powerful. I think the mentorship and everything that's available and these sorts of relationships amazing isn't a pitch, but I just I I just it's super fun, right? Yes. So, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So Vince, um, the fact, yeah, so we're on this this call with Vince, Zoom call or whatever, and he's going to coach us up or something. And um, we had just gotten off the, uh, what, the Zoom call with Russell, where Russell Brunson, if anybody listening and watching, you have to be at least a little familiar with Russell Brunson right now. And he just was giving us the gold was he not how crazy it was amazing it was, it was amazing so you and i have access to that to an a, a astounding degree which is a it's such a gift in my life but anyhow so we're talking about that and, and we're like yeah let's get you on the podcast or or the talk show and vince is like yeah and you had when we were talking, you had had this epiphany about your niche is you. You literally said, "Yeah, my niche is me," and it was like this aha, boom moment. You were really developing this challenge that I'm staring at over here. Again, at uh, day.org. everybody go check it out. Click on the link. It is in the uh, it is in the show notes, and it's awesome. And um, by the way, the food that I'm looking at, oh my god, it looks so good. The pizza and that whatever that burger is, and <laughs> I can eat that and fit my jeans. Anyway, um, uh, the niche is you, and uh, and Vince is like, yeah, you guys should do an episode on it. So, Vince, this is for you. This is for you. I wanted to make sure to touch. That's what that whole rant was about, Vince. Uh, Julie and I are going for you. Going to talk about the niche is you, and um, what a powerful epiphany that was for you or new levels of that. So speak to that for a minute, if you would.
1: Yeah. So there are all kinds of business ideas and all kinds of books and I can read one and I'm like, yes, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to narrow down my niche and I'm supposed to just talk to women who are entrepreneurs and who are this. And, and I was, I was doing it and it just felt so weird, like to just, because I want to help anybody who wants to be helped by me, but they're like, Oh no, you have to have a niche. And I'm like, okay, I want to listen to the people who, you know, have done really well. Like, you know, you want to do what they're doing. And then all of a sudden I was listening to somebody and they were talking about how the niche is you. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's me. It's like, I love business. I love food. I love, like, I, I love, I don't love exercise, but I love (laughs) The results of exercise (laughs) and all of those things make me, me, and that's my niche. And when I'm posting online, I don't have to just always talk to one demographic. I can say this post is for everyone who loves food and wants to fit in their jeans. This post is for anyone struggling in business. This post is for anyone who doesn't feel like working out today. Mm. And the niche is me.
0: Love that. Thank you for that. I like. Thank you.
1: Yes. That's what you share is what you like and what you don't like.
0: And I like how you pointed out right at the top where you said that like, Hey, this is who this is for. So if you, if this little, if you don't like that, move on.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Move on. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. Um, Oh, it was Gary V. Gary Gary V. V. Yeah.
0: Love some Gary V. I mean, yeah. yeah, Because he
1: talks about baseball cards. And a lot of his followers don't care about baseball cards. I'm one of them, but I'm just not going to watch the one that says baseball cards. You know what I mean?
0: I do know. He's obsessed with EFTs right now. And a lot of the world is, and I have no doubt it's going to be a game changer and all that. But I'm like, honestly, that's great. I'm going to, I might miss out on that wave or in four years when it's all sorted out, I'll hire the person who will implement it for me. Right, that's sort of my thought process on it. But yeah, so good, um, Julie. I think we've done an amazing, an amazing job here. Covered all sorts of boxes. Um, was there anything that you were hoping to cover, or speak to, or or talk about that we might have missed? That you want to make sure that you talk to?
1: What a great question. So this is for anyone out there who struggles with the motivation and staying motivated. And one of the biggest lessons that I learned is if we're always searching for that result or that goal, and we're never giving ourselves credit for what we're doing each day, the little minuscule things, taking a sip of water, for example, to get towards that goal, then we will never be motivated to continue. I always say without celebration, there is no motivation So celebrate, be thankful for all the little things throughout your day. And then all of a sudden your motivation will start snowballing until you have all of the inspired action to reach all of your goals and get all of your dreams in life.
0: Yes, beautiful. Thank you. Um, so good. I'm going to end on that. I don't want to blow it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was mic drop. Let's be done. You,
1: you can't blow it, Misha. You can't do it wrong.
0: <laughs> I can't do it this wrong.
1: Is your show. Anyone still <laughs> listening obviously loves you.
0: Yes, indeed. This has been a ton of fun. So again, everybody go check out Julie's five day foodie fit in your jeans challenge. So here, I'm going to read it for you. I love the headline. Learn the top three secrets to fitting your jeans without giving up your favorite foods, even if you're totally defeated and feel like you've tried everything. <laughs> so good. You've got three secrets sequ- Three secrets that you will learn during the five-day challenge. It's free, a uh, ton of good stuff five day.org, the number five day.org. Click on the links. Imagine eating what you want and fitting in your jeans. I mean, can you imagine, right? Like we all want that. Yes.
1: Yes. We all want that. We all want that. That's life.
0: That's life. If you happen to be in Las Vegas or traveling through Vegas and would like to find one of Julie's Rhino Julie's amazing gyms and go experience it and have fun and be be a uh, a rhino for the day. Yes. <laughs> then how <laughs> are they gonna find the day. <laughs> be a rhino for the day, right? Why not? Yes. Next time I'm in the neighborhood, I am yes. gonna go be a rhino for a day. I'm gonna
1: invite you to the Ninja Warrior gym. We'll play yes. on obstacles.
0: <laughs> That's so fun. Um, how did they find your gym? Tell me that really quick.
1: Camprhino.com. So C-A-M-P. Yep dot com.
0: Fantastic. Julie, it's been a ton of fun. I'm going to hit stop and we'll say goodbye offline.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Bye everybody. Thanks for tuning in for so long.
0: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Love to all.
1: <laughs> rhino Tough.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Table Rush Talk Show. For resources to help you sell your stuff, Go to B-E-L-O-V-E. media forward slash resources. That's belove.media forward slash resources. And be sure to subscribe, comment, five-star, and share. Thank you again for listening.